Hello, and welcome to Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. Tom. And I'm in, and, and we're booksmen. <laughs> and I'm a booksman, and my friend Tom is also a booksman. <laughs> and together, we're booksmen. Uh, we're, we're, hey, we're the proverbial booksmen. Yeah. It's funny that we call ourselves that just because of that one time we walked into the library and the library went, well, 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 looks like we got a couple of booksmen here. Yeah. Because we both had big stacks of books with us. That librarian had our number, Tom. Yeah, not with us. We we took them off the shelves. We were checking out. Tom, talking. speaking of checking out, I saw this, uh, this librarian. <laughs> she <laughs> took off her glasses at one point and let down her hair, which oh, was previously no in a way. I was checking and her she out. Was, she wasn't ugly anymore? Tom, After she did that, she looked all. She seemed yeah, like but she prim probably seemed proper. really mousy still. No, Tom, quite, uh, quite, uh, au contraire, my friend. Yeah, quite but the I contrary. Bet, but I bet she probably still had all the buttons of her dress or her blouse all all the way up to her neck. Tom, that was part of what I what I would classify as a transformation. Yeah, is seemingly uh, automatically top couple buttons unbuttoned. Because her bosom grew so large that it just <laughs> yeah. popped the buttons. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. Holy moly, Tom! It was it was wild. I don't know where you were. You were probably in the in the. the stacks I was in the of bathroom books. jerking off <laughs> to to a book I found. <laughs> the joy Some of art sex. That's <laughs> nah, the joy of sex. <laughs> Rubbing one out the bathroom to the. They have the Kavasutra. Uh, at, at my local they have library. that at in ancient libraries. Yeah, but like, who would take that out? Creeps. I mean, I, yeah, it's just like I don't know, order that uh, from a, from a, from online or something, right? Yeah, I mean, you could probably take that out if you're taking out like a bunch of like ancient texts, and you're like, well, just another ancient text, like all the rest of these, you know, uh, the, uh, the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Kama Sutra, uh, the Quran. Yep, just taking out a bunch of old texts. <laughs> Tom. Uh, do you have Beowulf? I also need that. That's an old text I need. Well, I mean, at that point, you got four books. Only one of them's dirty. Beowulf's got some fucking in it. That's just the movie. Yeah. Well, they made the movie, and everybody thought like it was going to be a big event picture. Yeah, it was all CG. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's nude in it, but not like real. I don't think she has like nipples. She's like a nymph or something. Okay, that doesn't. We don't have to talk about this. I'm just saying is all. If you watch this show, uh, Sex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's an actual show, Tom. (laughs) No, I'm trying to think of (laughs) what. No, it's got television? A, no, it's a website. <laughs> Go to google.com. Why? You type in sex. Why has this happened? This is a books podcast. <laughs> um, I feel like books can have sex in them. I know, but you're talking about a TV show or a website. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's called like Sex, Death, and Robots or Death, Sex, and Robots. It's on Netflix. No, I haven't. Well, what's it about? It's uh, an anthology. It's kind of like, uh, remember Liquid Television? Yeah, I remember Liquid yeah, Television. Yeah, it's kind of like Liquid Television. Liquid Television, as a kid, it was on MTV. It yeah, was like cartoons. Scary. Yeah. It like, I always theoretically wanted that was where to Aeon like Aeon Flux was. Yeah, and things like Aeon Flux and like. Yeah, French. Yeah, it's like always boring to me. 
You know, it's like, oh, I don't need cartoons to be like edgy and arty. I yeah. just want them to be fun and stupid and like cats will get hit by a big hammer and stuff. <laughs> um, uh, sex, death, and robots. Death, robots, and sex. It's, like, it's some combination of the Some three. combination of the three. It's anthology, so each episode is its own short film. And yeah, they, like the Beatles anthology. Yeah, and they range from like, I don't know, like five minutes to maybe like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone I've seen for the most part is pretty good. Uh, there's one I saw that wasn't that good. It had, uh, what's his name from that 70s show in it? Topher Grace. That one. Topher. So is his name Christopher? And yeah. instead of Chris, he goes by Topher. I yeah. mean, that's a good bit, but also like, yeah, grow but, up. come on, don't, yeah. don't register that with SAG. Yeah. Or maybe there's a Chris Grace. Chris Grace. That's probably the case. Yeah, right? Christopher Grace. He's a big, uh, Christian actor. Hmm. Well, he would go by Christ Grace. <laughs> right. No, that was taken already. <laughs> uh, by Jesus. Yeah. Oh, but the sex, death, and robots. Uh, Enough about this. There's nudity in it. You can see naked cartoons. It's nice for a change. They're three-dimensional cartoons. They're uh, li- not live like action. Buzz Lightyear style? No, like Beowulf style, but way better. Like the humans in Toy Story. Oh, no, even better that. than that. They look or like the real humans people. in Toy Story 4? Yeah. They're children, Tom. You no, they've got. What about mood? at the fair? They've got people, probably. Did you, did you I see, didn't see it? I saw the trailer. But look, they've got very realistic looking it's a humans. Lovely film. Tom. And they get naked and have sex in this okay. show. You can watch it. It's for free if you already have Netflix. So it's not for free. <laughs> It is if you got Netflix. Just the way this episode, this trash episode is free if, if you're a <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, we're booksmen. Uh, this week we're doing part four of uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau, which uh, I think I like kind of miscounted chapters here. Did you wind up having to read a lot of? No, I wound up having it like all of a sudden the book ended and I was like, oh, shit. And I was reading the the copy of the book that I bought a, a print version of it, but as I mentioned, it came with three other goddamn novels. I'm not carrying around four novels every day in hardback, right? So I was reading the version that I formatted, uh, and I like I I like screwed up the end formatting. I think. <laughs> so it was one of those like uh, I mean, this is a case of every. It's one of the downsides of uh, reading on like a Kindle or something, which I do a lot, but. Uh, that's like, oh, I got a uh, 10% left in the book. Oh, nope, the book's done. Well, you, there's the, if it's a nonfiction book, there's usually a lengthy notes section. Right, index. and I anticipate that when it's nonfiction, but when it's fiction, sometimes I'm caught off guard. Yeah. Uh, and that happened in this case. Uh, it was, you know, like copyrights and stuff at the end. Hmm. And then I put- Ones that you ignored when publishing yourself. No, I put it all in there because- You put your own copyrights no, in there. No, I put it in there because it was, you know, the Project Gutenberg. I wanted to give Steve Gutenberg credit for the work he did. He gets enough credit. He doesn't. I've, Tim, we can go back and forth on this all day. He doesn't. I mean, he gets a lot of credit. Yeah, but and it's, it's still not enough. And also, I realized that, like, I put in- at the end, a link to a glossary of seafaring terms. And I think people might think that that was originally in there. No, I put that in there. Really? Yeah. Well, then how come you didn't know any of the seafaring terms? I didn't when I... read them. Oh. It was, I originally was going to put in 
a list and it would have doubled the size of the book. There are so many fucking seafaring terms. It's like, forget this. I'm just going to put this a This is why I was never interested in the sea, Tom. Too much to learn. The sea and golf. Yeah. Sea, too many terms. Golf, too many etiquette things. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Etiquette, any kind of like dumb etiquette. Yeah. Go- it's a gentleman's yeah. game. Golf, Fuck you. golf etiquette pisses me off yeah, so much. Build affordable housing on all those courses. <laughs> yeah, or make a park so I can sunbathe. Shack off to the <laughs> pretty librarians or the Kama Sutra that you just took out of the library. Yeah. Damn, if I had a dime for every time I've been kicked off a golf course with a <laughs> copy of the Kama Sutra tucked under my arm, if I'd be a rich man. I'd be able to afford a membership to the golf course, I'll tell you that much. Oh, Damn, right. where did we leave off on the island of Dr. Moreau? Tom, last week, mm. the island of Dr. Moreau... Dr. Monroe explained his whole plan. I just realized that he's from The Simpsons, right? Dr. Marvin Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was like an early character, and they, they didn't like him. He was like the therapist. Yeah. Yeah. That's when it was- uh... Not to be confused with Dr. Nick. No. Dr. And then who's uh, Dr. Higgins? Dr. Hibbert. Hibbert, yeah. Who was uh, made as a, a a parody of of Bill Cosby? Right. Who's now become a parody of himself, if you ask me. You know what I was thinking? <laughs> what? It's weird that Bill Cosby is in jail. Yeah, and me and you are walking around free. <laughs> it's not weird that I'm walking around free. I didn't do anything. Me neither. And Bill Cosby did something real bad. I thought you were saying Bill Cosby didn't do anything. No, it wasn't even something. He did a lot of somethings bad. Yeah. Apparently, this bothers me that uh, the rest of the inmates like him. Like, he's a popular guy in there. Yeah. When it's like I don't want him to get like beat up or anything, but I, I want people to be like- want him to be like shunned or whatever. Man, you stink. You did some bad things. Yeah, and you told me to pick up my pants or else I'd end up in jail. And that's the thing. Like, I was, like, uh, I bet suddenly Bill Cosby's not giving speeches about the oh, reason yeah. uh, that so many young black men are in jail is because they didn't know how to act properly. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's changed his tune yeah. in jail. Uh, oh, how many of you are here in, in here for uh, stealing a pound cake? Yeah. Fuck Bill Cosby. <laughs> So mad at Bill Cosby all the time. You want to know why? Why? Because the Cosby show is a fucking great show, and I want to watch it sometimes. <laughs> and I can't, because it's tarnished. Yeah. Even, it even if it was shit. accessible, you're saying you wouldn't, because you can't. It's accessible. Oh, I thought it's like pulled everywhere. Oh, no. You can watch the Cosby show. On the dark web? Yeah. The intellectual <laughs> dark web, where I spend all my time. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Dr. Moreau explained all. Yeah. To yeah, the with the chapter was Doctor Monroe explains it all. Yeah, and he uh, basically was just like, oh, we we fuse animals with other animals, and they somehow also develop human like characteristics. Yeah. Well, he teaches them. He says you can teach. Yeah. Them. Yeah. The problem is nobody educates a pig man. I'm gonna set to it. And he he taught them laws so they would know know never to attack humans, but some of them kinda started defying those laws. Yeah. And then Doctor Moreau dies. Yes. How does he die again? 
he got killed by one of the the one of his creations. Right. Um, and then uh, Prendick is just like, well, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. And I think that's where we left off. Yeah, I think that's like more or less where we okay. left off. This book. Uh huh. And correct me if I'm wrong. Stinks. Yeah, I finished this book in it. Yeah, it's like fine. It could have been a lot shorter. Okay. Like not a lot happens in it. Um. So chapter nineteen. Uh, we we open up with uh, uh Montgomery, old Monty. Old Mon- the full Monty. Uh, he's like all upset. He didn't realize uh Doctor Moreau could die. You know, he had like bought full into. Wait, he, when was this a thing that Doctor Monroe was going to be immortal? Because I think he bought into like what Moreau was selling the the Beastmen, of like, oh yeah, oh, he, yeah, he's all powerful. He's in charge. Well, Monty's a bit of a Monty's a dumb guy. Right. Look, that's yeah, not, anybody who's, who's enchanted by yeah the the horrible things going on, the atrocities uh, that. Uh, Dr. Moreau is, is is responsible for. Right. So the uh, abominations. He didn't think that he could die. And then when he, you know, starts coming to grips with like, oh man, Moreau's dead, then he starts thinking back on his own life. And he's like, What uh I've wasted my life. I I've been on this damn island for a decade. And then before then, I think he did a couple of dumb things. He was in the circus or whatever. Nah, nobody would regret that. He did like other dumb things. And he's like, I've wasted my whole fucking life. This How old sucks. Is he? I like think he's 30, like old. But he's no, just like, my, oh, well, no it's Montgomery. The 1890s, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got the impression Montgomery was in his like late forties, fifties, maybe okay. even like you know a little bit older. Hey, there's still time for a second act. Well, I'll tell you what Montgomery thought his second act should be. All right. And that's uh, giving Beastmen booze. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds like we're getting somewhere. Yeah, he's basically like, well, I, thought that, I thought that guy was a god. He wasn't a god. He died. I've wasted my whole life. Let's make these godless <laughs> abominations. You know what? I'm going to give, yeah, give these Beastmen booze. So he grabs like a you know a thing of uh, brandy. That's his drink of choice. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah. and Prendick's like, oh, I don't know if you should do that. Uh, screw, screw off. Screw off, Prendick. Um, and then Prendick's just like hearing <laughs> Montgomery and the Beastmen getting fucking hammered, getting sauced. And now the Beastmen, there it is like nighttime. There's like a bonfire or whatever. The Beastmen are hurling insults. They're drunk at uh, Prendick. <laughs> nice. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is roast in Prendick. Nice. And Prendick, you know, he's such a coward. I'm like, tell me what the insults were. I want to hear what they were razzing you about. Oh, he doesn't say. He's no, just like, he oh, doesn't say. Saying, oh. that's, I, a, that's a fall, uh, failure on uh, Horace Grant Wells. for. Yeah. I mean, it, it checks out with Prendick's, you know... Uh, uh, Prissy nature. Yeah, they. Well, I wouldn't. You, a gentleman would. Not I wouldn't say. dare to print what they called me. But it's like, oh, I want to hear what they're razzing you about. Yeah. Probably some physical characteristic that we're not privy to. But these, mm. you know, beast men were like, hey, you know, big nose or you know, tiny dick, something. Yeah. Probably, especially compared to the beast men, I bet he is not well endowed at all. Yeah. 
Do they just go into detail about Prendick or uh, any of the beast's genitalia? Not really, but, you know, read between the lines. Um, so then, like, you know, uh, Prendick's just kind of chilling in, in, in the, like, the little cabin, and he's hearing things get rowdier and rowdier. But then things get, like, real rowdy. He's like, oh, I should probably go check. And then he hears, like, a, ca- a kabang. And a it's, gunshot? It's a gunshot, yeah. The telltale sign of gunshot, kabang. He's like, oh, man. He hears maybe, like, a couple of kabangs. He goes over there. Is it written kabang in the book? (laughs) (laughs) He goes over there. I do have a line that I do want to read in a moment. He goes over there. He's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, all hell's broken loose here. Uh, Montgomery's. The the beasts are drunk. Yeah. He, he like, pulls a beast man, a dead beast man off Montgomery. Montgomery's, like... uh, has like his last breaths and he's like oh damn it or something i forget he has some dying words they're not that great <laughs> <He's>, oh, <damn laughs> it. it is something along those lines ah fuck but then, but then he sees like another beast uh, like a lot of the beast men they've they've run away but he sees one beast man and he says the wretched thing was injured so dreadfully that in mercy i uh, my dog's whining because he hears me talking about these uh, these injured beastmen. Yeah. Uh, he says, the wretched thing was injured so dreadfully that in mercy I blew its brains out at once. It's like an old yeller situation. Yeah, he, he sees like a, a beast man. It's a wolf man. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, just kind of like gasping for air. And he's like, oh, I'll blow his brains out. Uh, Emling's dead. That was uh, Montgomery's best beast man. All right. Then, as he's like looking at all this, and he's like, "Oh man, things really went sideways." This knucklehead Prendick realizes that in his haste, uh, running out of the the goddamn hut, knocked over a lamp. And that's like a fire lamp. Back yeah, then, of right? course. Back then, everything yeah. was flammable, so yeah. the whole thing's going up. The whole like uh, compound. Yeah, I mean it's like a small compound, but yeah, where anybody can live, where any human. Yeah, can live? the okay. only thing that there was yeah. is now on fire. Uh, and lots then, of fires in the woods in in the books that you're reading. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a great catalyst for for action. Set yeah. something on fire. Um, then That's how I live my life. <laughs> then he realizes that. Uh, like, as he's, like, looking at all the bodies and stuff and trying to help Monty out, he's like, oh, I wonder where Monty got all this uh, firewood to make this big bonfire. Well, he realizes that uh, that was the boats. Ooh. Monty and the Beastmen took the boats apart and made a bonfire. Yikes. So now there ain't no boats either. So he has to wait another 12 months before another boat comes? <laughs> uh, less than 12 months, but, yeah, he's got to keep waiting. Uh... Then Monty dies. I, I misspoke. It wasn't until like the very end Monty dies. Okay. He says, ah, damn it, he dies. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I've really done ah, it now. Crumb. Uh Chapter 20. Uh, I think it's later. Yeah, it's, it's later that night. Uh, the Beastmen come out of the woods. Fuck. And, you know, they're they're all like, oh, well, you know, what's going on or whatever. And Prendick, uh, this is actually not a bad idea. He's like, well, I got to like a uh, peacock here. I got to act like a big man. So mm-hmm. he's like, I'm I'm the, I'm in charge now. I'm the law. Bow to me. 
it's worth a shot. Yeah, and he's like, these other guys, these these beast men I killed, uh, they broke the law. So that's uh, that's that's what's the going law on. Is no fair. You can't hurt me. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, man, also, I got to get rid of this hyena swine, swine guy. He's, yeah. He's a real, he's going to come back to, to bite me in the ass. Is he one of the, the, the smart asses talking about uh, Prendick's small wiener? No, I think it was just like he's the one that's gotten a taste of blood now. Okay. So he's dangerous. Um, you ever taste blood? Someone else's. No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> um, so now Prendick's just worried about like, oh, where am I going to sleep? I'm tired. Uh, so he's like walking around. Like the sun's coming up now, but he's scared. Uh, like a dog man comes near him. And he's like, I'm going to throw a rock at you, dog well, man. Well, it's not a dog man, right? It's a dog and something. But made to look like a man, walking yeah. upright like a man. Yeah, that's terrifying because I don't like a dog's undercarriage. <laughs> right, it's unpleasant. So finally, like, goes to the den where all the like reject uh, beastmen were, and he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, you got any food? I'm hungry." Meanwhile, it's only like noon, and already he's abandoned all. Like, mm, I guess I'll just go to the beastmen. I'm terrified of because uh, <laughs> I'm hungry. And they're uh, they give them like some rotten fruit or whatever because they don't know the difference. They're like, uh, here you go, this is good. Uh, <laughs> We're dumb. This is good. <laughs> we eat bad food. <laughs> and then he uh, he goes to sleep. He finds like a little den. He makes what he thinks is like a real good like. Oh, I'll put all this stuff up, and if anybody comes, I'll hear them, and I'm gonna sleep with a revolver next to me. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you've been up for thirty hours. Maybe. <laughs> See, like, I'm uh, getting. You're I'm, getting. Have you been up for thirty hours? I, I've been up. I had to, Tim. I read the whole book in one sitting. Oh, brother. Uh, but it's like, no, you're going to be out like a light. Um, sure enough, chapter twenty-one. He wakes up with a start because he feels something licking his hand. Ginger? No, not ginger. <laughs> ginger just looked at you like, huh? <laughs> um, no, hey girl. Guess who it was? You're not a beastie. What? It was uh, uh, the St. Bernard Man. Hey! The St. Bernard Man who I previously complained about not being talked about enough. Now he's in it. Uh, he's So he, he, he the St. Bernard Man's like... Uh, St. Bernard Man, Ginger. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's a man I could uh, yeah. fall in love with. It's huh? a man whose butt I can sniff. A St. Bernard man would be huge, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he wouldn't be as big as a Great Dane man, but <laughs> right. still. Um, so a marma, a marma man. <laughs> <laughs> a man a duke. <laughs> so now he's like, uh, all right, St. Bernard man, like, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for waking me up, but I'm still uh, in charge wherever, and the St. Bernard man's like, oh, yeah, of course you are. So then this creep... Prendick, like, presents Fucks his... Fucks the St. Bernard? No, but he presents uh. his hand for the St. Bernard man to lick it again. It's like, I'm your king. Lick mm. my hand. I mean, you, he's got to keep it up. Yeah, so then he tells the beast men, uh, hey... 
Stop yawning, Tom. I know all the you think like the the master's gone, but guess what? No, he's he's up above us watching now, and he's gonna return. So mm. you know, is this sh- all a fucking like allegory? I don't or something? know. Yeah. I think it just he's like, look, be scared of uh, Moreau because he's gonna come back. So mm. don't eat me or anything. Then uh, so then he just like lives amongst the beastmen for like months. Yeah, what else is he going to do? What is your take on this line? So that I prefer to make no chronicle for that gap of time, to tell only one cardinal incident of the ten months I spent as an intimate of these half-humanized brutes, there is much that sticks in my memory that I could write, things that I would cheerfully give my right hand to forget, but they do not help in the telling of the story. He had sex with one of them, right? That's what he's talking about? You know that part in uh, the Shawshank Redemption where Morgan, when uh, uh, Morgan Freeman's talking about when Tim Robbins gets like jumped and he's like, "I wish I could tell you that Andy Dufresne fought the fought back and fought off his attackers. I wish I could tell you that you know, like, yeah, it's like, eh, I think that's that's kind of like that, like." Look, this this book is only rated PG thirteen. <laughs> right. uh, we can't we can't show uh, the unfortunate things that that probably happened there. Um, yeah, I think I think I think Prendick's glossing over some stuff that might have been pretty traumatic. Well, and to I tell suggest... only one cardinal incident, a cardinal incident. Oh, I'm thinking of carnal. Car- hmm. What am I thinking of? Carnal. Yeah, you're thinking of Carnal. Yeah, Carnal. He says Cardinal incident, but then he says he spent as an intimate. Yeah, but I think he was just. There are some wolf women there. I think he's just saying, like, look. There's look, some... I'm not going to judge him if he had sex with a wolf yeah, woman. Yeah, I think he's just gonna, he's just saying, hey, who among us haven't, hasn't had sex with a wolf woman? It's or at least 2019, wanted to. for Christ's sakes. Yeah. But yeah, I think what he's saying is, like, some stuff went down. You don't need to know about it. That's between me and my therapist. Right. And the beast men. I where the hell is Prendick's therapist this whole time? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um, well, I'll tell you. He had a. Uh, uh, then he <laughs> he spends a while complaining about a monkey man, <laughs> where he's like, "Oh, this monkey man." Where it's basically like, "Oh, the monkey man." He thought like, "Oh, I'm I'm like a monkey, so I'm like not that far off." So like, we're kind of peers. We're kind of colleagues. He's like this. Mo- <laughs> He's like this monkey man's a goddamn bore. He's like this monkey man would tell me these stories, and they were so boring. <laughs> and then he said, like the monkey man, a lot of times Prendick would say something, and the monkey man didn't know what it meant. And then uh, he, he, he would ask him what it meant. And he'd be like, oh, okay. And then he's like, oh. And then the monkey man would start like you know trying to use that new word in conversation all the time. It's like, ah, oh, the monkey man likes you. Yeah. You know, maybe open up your heart a little bit, Prendick. You got you got not much going on here. Be friends with the monkey man. Yeah, and also he like admires you have you. to make some strategic alliances. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's around this time that he realizes like, hey, these uh these halflings or whatever, these uh these uh manimals, they're becoming more like animals. Ah. Like uh like like uh, I think he notices it with the monkey man first, where he's like, "Oh, the monkey man's getting dumber and dumber by the day, and his English is getting worse." Uh, which I would say, well, maybe it's because you know you weren't helping him out; he's just trying to learn. 
But uh, he starts noticing like maybe uh, he's a flea bit peanut monkey. What does that mean? All his friends are junkies. <laughs> Is that from a song? Is that from a poem? <laughs> it's a poem I just wrote. Uh, but he he realize he starts seeing like uh the all the beastmen are getting dumber. Some of them start like walking around on all fours again when Prendix like not looking. Uh, and like their features are getting less manlike and more beasty. Wow, more, maybe more was Moreau actually their god? I holding think, everything in no, balance. I think it was more like Moreau. I think that's what the implication was that like he would make a beast man. He'd be like, "This beast man's great," and then the beast man would be he would teach the beast man all kinds of stuff. But then, like, eventually the beast man would, like, start reverting. And that's when he'd be like, ah, get out of here. Go go in that den. But now it's, you know, it's happen. It's more times passing. And he's seeing, like, ah, you know what? Like, either Moreau has to, like, keep up with, uh, you know, uh, uh, monkeying with these guys. <laughs> no pun intended. Eh. Or... You know, this is why he would like put him down, and you know, was always bringing in new, new blood. Yeah, most times when people say no pun it... intended, the pun is intended. Yeah, it's fucked up. That that wasn't intended. I know that wasn't, but was so just, many times that like, was the best like, way to put it. Yeah. Uh, well, it was the best way for a guy who drank four <laughs> beers to, to put it. Uh, so he sees like uh, smoke and sails a few times. Uh, uh, like on the horizon. Vikings? No, no, just ships in general. Huh. But he he makes bonfires, but he's like, you know what though? There's a goddamn volcano island. Yeah, people see this bonfire and they're like, ah, the volcano again. Uh... So uh, then he decides he's gonna make a raft. Um, uh, and uh, he's working on the raft for a while. This knucklehead again. He like finishes the raft and he, you know, slaps himself in the forehead. He built the raft a mile from the shore. <laughs> what a idiot. <laughs> what a idiot. <laughs> um and then one day, like when everybody's like pretty much uh reverted, uh a sloth man who seemed pretty cool, uh, he comes and the sloth man's like, Hey man, uh soft man can't talk anymore, but you know, he gets the impression that the soft man's like, Hey man, uh, I got something to show you. And he follows the soft man and he finds the St. Bernard man dead. Oh no. With a hyena swine over him. Uh, fucking hyena swine. I knew it was trouble from the minute I, I you told me about him a minute ago. <laughs> uh well, so Prendick's like, Well, I gotta put an end to this and he shoots the hyena man. Nice. Uh he should shoot all the animals. <laughs> He thinks about it a lot. He doesn't have enough bullets, but he does get to the point where he's like, I can't even, he's like, I don't even know where I'm going to sleep here. I'm afraid of all these guys, yeah. except the, the St. Bernard, Bernard man, seems like a good man and the sloth man he, he yeah. liked a lot. Uh, but he's like, you know, I don't have enough bullets and I don't think I could like, but he thinks about maybe I should start setting up traps mm. and just kill everybody like God sort them out. That's where that bumper sticker came from. <laughs> I mean, that's a cool bumper sticker. Um, but uh, he's like, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the raft thing. And then he realizes too. He's like, ah, I built this raft. He's like, I didn't think of a way to bring water with me on this raft. This fucking guy. And he had already been stranded at sea. 
He was the one that was, he was gonna. Uh, he was gonna drink seawater until he went mad. Yeah, and which is did. a cool plan. And I, I, that's a plan that, like, I hope if I have to die in distress, I hope I have the opportunity to drink a bunch of seawater so I could go nuts before <laughs> I, I don't die. think it's a good nuts. You would think the seawater is gonna make you drunk. <laughs> that's not what it's gonna do. No, it's, I think I'm just, uh, gonna be like totally not know what's going on. Think all sorts of uh, probably horrible things yeah, are happening. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna die quicker of dehydration. I'd like to see the devil before I die, Tom. <laughs> so that's the last thing you want to see as you're dying. No, I don't think you're thinking this through. Uh, look, because I want to see it, and then uh, I'll be all scared, and then they'll, then I'll open my eyes, and uh, it'll be I'll be at the pearly gates, and they'll be like, "Welcome to heaven." Like, you hallucinated the devil from all the seawater that you drank, right? But you're a great man and a hero, and uh, now. You had the thrill of seeing the devil face to face, but now you never had to see that guy again. I don't think it's a thrill to see the devil face to face. I think you, if you, I think if you get to heaven and you can have anything, you can be like, I want the thrill of seeing that in there. That's like, the mm. one thing you can't ask no, for in heaven, Tom. They'll make they'll do a hologram or something of them. Mm. You th- they've got the best VR up in heaven. I'm more into AR. They can do that too. All right, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so are you playing a murder suicide there tonight? <laughs> well, that would be a great way to heaven, would it, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I murdered you and then killed myself. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Ginger. I'm not going to do that. Stop crying. Um. So then, wouldn't like have it. Uh, a boat, like a boat starts coming up to shore and he's like, oh, I should check out that boat. But then he's like, ah, something tells me I shouldn't check out that boat. Vikings. No, but then eventually the boat gets close. He's like, oh, I got to check out that boat full of dead bodies. Yikes. Can he like commandeer it? Yeah, but he think it's like a small boat. But uh, he thinks he recognizes one of the guys as like the guys that were on the the original ship. Mm. So it's like, yeah, that's probably it's the same ship, and yeah. you didn't even recognize it. No, it was I think like a little ship off uh, of it. Okay, uh, and then other guys who were dead. And then uh, chapter twenty two, uh, he goes out on that little ship. Three days later, he gets picked up by a big ship, brought to San Francisco. Nice. And they beat the shit out of him, and he deserved it. No. And then he just talks about how he's walking around San Francisco. He's afraid everybody's a beast man. He he's, sees he's beast men everywhere. About the homeless. <laughs> that is the 1890s. I think everybody, there were no homes mm. yet. Um, oh, he's he's scarred. He's got PTSD. He has PTSD. He has beast man PTSD. Uh, be- PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. Uh, and he's just scared of everyone. Yeah, with good reason. Kind of. Like, he never really got attacked by any of the Beastmen. He was afraid of the Beastmen. I guess he was there for he a while. He was in danger. Yeah, he was in danger. It's fine. We know what we know BTSD. that some things that were, were so horrible that he wouldn't he wouldn't write about them. He wouldn't I think it was just it. that he had sex with some of the beast people. I mean, and he didn't then want he should be bragging to, about it. He didn't that. want word to get around. That's why he didn't put we it in his He should be more diary. braggadocious about his conquests. Yeah. Like, hey, look, some of those beast people, they were uh, pretty smart. Yeah. You had to charm them like anyone else. Generous lovers. <laughs> yeah. Claws and 
Yeah, but know. they retracted the clause. No, and, they can all retract whenever, the clause. No, because he uh, saw when like... was like, unretract them. Because he saw like a wolf woman... Barrier clause. He saw like a wolf woman like, uh, you know, coming out of the showers or something. And he was like, hubba hubba. And then he, he saw... He did a wolf whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and then he saw... Uh, Your dog's going nuts anytime <laughs> I do anything. And then, well, when you do a wolf whistle, Tim, yeah. she's part wolf. <laughs> yeah, she's a little hot and bothered. But, uh, Is there a cartoon wolf here? He saw the the wolf woman. He thought it was a hot uh, human woman. But then he saw that she was holding uh, like the the towel with uh, you know claws. And he was like, ugh, gross. All right. Your dog's stepping all over my balls. It's like, yeah, you could, you could ask the wolf woman to put some... Uh, this didn't happen in the on. book. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, what happens after that? No, that's it. Then it's copyright. He's just walking around <laughs> the streets of San Francisco, but afraid of everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then we don't know what happened to him from then on. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We heard the interesting part of his life. I wonder if the island of Dr. Moreau is just... Uh, uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> just knocked over everything. Yeah, is, is it still recording? Uh, yeah, I think so. Your dog uh, was uh, doing a tap dance on my <laughs> genitals <laughs> and then jumped off right into my mic stand and pulled the, the recorder off the table. Yeah. Wow. She's a good, she uh, does not appreciate uh, us talking so much shit about beast people. No. So how do you, uh, out of ten stars? Oh, I had ten stars, like three. You didn't like it? No, I didn't like it at all. How did you didn't? It like... could have been a short story. It also seemed like it was written by a real asshole. Like there was a lot of like you know, yeah, old timey language. Old timey language, like uh, missing oh. missing details where I wanted details. Like I wanted to hear about him having sex with the uh, uh, beast people. I mean, it seems like you you filled in the blanks in your head though. <laughs> No, I yeah, I guess a little bit. Maybe I should put out an ebook of my uh, <laughs> Island of Doctor Moreau fan fiction. Yeah, or just like uh, you know, annotate it, like make it like a Pride and Prejudice and Zombies or whatever. Yeah, where it's you like, just you just write in some shit that you want to happen in between all the other stuff. Yeah, like delete that line where he's like, "Oh, I, I shall not tell you what I endured," and just be and like, like, "Let Here's me tell you endured. about yeah. what happened in graphic detail." Yeah. I think pornographic detail. I mean, it's hard to know because you know this book was what a hundred and thirty years ago was written. Yeah, that like Maybe they back have been then fucking it, better at it. No, but back then it probably blew people's skirts up. They couldn't believe beast people. But nowadays, you know, we know a lot about beast people, and they're starting to make the first uh, yeah beast people in China. In Japan. Oh, I thought it was Japan. in Japan. Yeah, yeah. in Japan. Uh, with the idea of making, uh, I just read that today, the idea of, uh, rip straight from the headlines, the idea of, uh, well, yeah, if we can like engineer pigs with like human organs, uh, by injecting like, uh, human stem cells into like embryos. And if we can like keep those cells from the brain so that they don't get too smart, we'll just be like, nah, just stay here with the liver. Then we can make sure one guy is designated as God. Right. No, but it's like, well, and then, you know, that would solve uh, the human organ transplant uh, shortage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, who knows what could happen? 
get a talking pig. Like Babe. Yeah. The worst get if the worst that can happen is we get Babe. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that sounds pretty great. Yeah. Some would say that's the best case scenario. So if <laughs> if the worst case scenario is also the best case scenario, that's a win win. Uh, Tim, next week we're going to be back. You're going to watch, I assume, the the The, the 1996 uh, Island of Dr. Moreau uh, starring Marlon Wayans. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Marlon Brando Yeah, and Val Kilmer. Man, I kind of want to watch it. And Feruza Balk. Can I watch it too? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather not watch it. Well, no, you have to watch it. Ron Perlman is in it? Yeah, I think he's one of the Beast people. He's the sayer of the law. Yeah, uh, that might be Monty. No, that's a beast person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, this strays from the book. It was very troubled production. Um, Feruza Balk, a friend of ours, uh, saw <laughs> on Third Avenue in <laughs> the year 2000 and yelled 20 at 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I remember her for. All right, well, Her uh, career was ruined by awful people. Come back next week to, <laughs> to hear about Tim's experience watching The Island of Dr. Moreau. Yeah. The movie, the motion picture. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a patron. You guys yeah. are all lovely. Um, that's it. That's all I got, Tom. You got anything? No, we'll be back next week. Thank you, and I'm sorry that Tom's dog... Ginger knocked over all the microphones earlier. And my, uh, it's a Dotson man. What's that mean? Dotson woman. Like the St. Bernard man. She's a Dotson. She doesn't talk. And she's looking at me. <laughs> she's looking at me real weird right now. <laughs> like I can fucking talk. Yeah. Keep pushing it. Yeah. All right. See you next week.